Hello and welcome to ServiceNow's latest podcast created specially for the manufacturing industry, Workflow the Value Chain. In this three-episode postcard series, we are talking about some of the challenges that manufacturers face within different parts of the value chain, supply, production, and demand. We're looking into how manufacturers can rethink the workflows behind each of them to improve their performance. In our last episode, we talked about production. Today, this is our final episode, and we are focusing on demand. Demand is an area where manufacturers are doing a lot of reinvention, making it an exciting topic for our discussions. Here with me, dig into what's changing and how manufacturers can make the most of it. It's Ralf Schnell, a senior platform evangelist is served now for manufacturing and automotive. We had very interesting discussions the last two episodes, and I'm really looking forward to get your opinion um, on this exciting topic about demand. Thank you for joining us today. Um, and after all, this is ultimately how manufacturing is made money. Our other topics, supply and production, are all in service of fulfilling the final demand from their customers. That's exactly right, of course. Um, first of all, thanks for having me. Great to be in the studio with you again, Torsten. So the demand side of manufacturing is interesting because it's multifaceted. Manufacturers need to meet the end customer's needs who will use their product. But in most cases, there is an intermediary, a dealer, distributor, reseller, a channel. They've also got to pay close attention to their needs too. Often that retailer is closer to the customer than the manufacturer itself. I've heard quite a number of manufacturers state that they do not actually know what their customers want. The channel has a lot of power in recommending products and options. And while they are valuable partners, their interests aren't always the same as the manufacturer's interests. Yeah, absolutely. If we look at, at history, manufacturers have often ceded this end customer relations to those partners, and that worked well in the past. Manufacturers could focus on their key things, on production, and let others focus on serving that end customers. But that is having some consequences today. One is that in B2C scenarios, uh, these third parties mostly aren't exclusive. They're often selling to the manufacturer's competitors too. Many of the manufacturers we're talking to are finding that they must rely on a constant drumbeat of promotions and incentives to get their partners to prioritize their products. They end up constantly fighting to educate and influence their retailers when their competitors are doing the same thing. It's a drain on margin and energy. And the other challenge is that it puts the manufacturer on a disadvantage in launching services. That is actually a great point. The servitization or product as a service trend is a hot topic on the demand side, but a lot of manufacturers are not set up to do this very well. Indeed, their channel partner relationships put them distant from the customer. In many ways, independent of those partners, manufacturers are just not set up to serve end customers. That, that sounds like a very interesting um, topic. Can you say a little bit more of what this trend is? Of course. So one of the exciting changes happening on the demand side is what we call servitization of product as a service model. Manufacturers are creating or enhancing aftermarket service models as revenue streams that complement or even replace their existing product models. For instance, for the automotive industry, think car to go. These can become highly profitable, but they're not easy to set up or deliver efficiently, especially at first. And why is that? 
If you think about consumer platforms, those have really raised expectations for how to deliver customer service. And for the most part, manufacturers do not have that infrastructure in place right now. So when the manufacturer goes to launch a new service line, works directly with the customer now, they may not have the relationship they need to have trust with that customer or deliver that experience that they expect to have. Still, they often lack the technology and the process to meet those expectations. It's very interesting. So, so one of the things we're looking at in this series is manufacturing processes that could be reinvented as a digital workflow to help solve challenges or seize opportunities. I think I hear a little bit of both in what you've just said. And, and we think about this in, in terms of opportunities that servitization is, is going to, to offer to manufacturing, getting closer to the end customer and enhancing retail um, retailer relationships. But in, in my in my experience, they are all facing barriers because of the historical ways um, the industry has managed demand, seeding relationships to the channel and under-investing in customer service experiences and technology. Exactly. We believe that digital workflows can play a massive role in supporting manufacturers here. Let's take those retailer relationships, for instance, because they're still so important in maximizing revenue. Today, many manufacturers are competing with incentives. That's expensive, erodes margin. It's a race to the bottom with competitors. With digital workflows, manufacturers have an opportunity to compete on experience instead. So, so tell me, what, what do you mean by compete on experience? Well, it's important to remember that while your retailers, dealers, distributors, and other partners are certainly motivated by incentives, that's not their only motivation. At the end of the day, they are responsible for their end customers and their experience at every step of the process. If a manufacturer is difficult to work with during any step of that experience, closing the sale, shipping the product, providing any needed support after the sale, it makes the end customer's life harder and that makes the partner's life harder as well. With digital workflows, manufacturers can become the easiest manufacturer that their partners work with, which is a powerful incentive for repeat business. With digital workflows, instead of the partner or the customer having to wait and wait for manual responses into, say, a replacement part request, they can request, get support, and track the progress of a replacement part request all in one place. When you eliminate all the minor inefficiencies of manual processes for something like that, you make life easier for the partners and the end customer and manufacturers can reap the benefits. That makes absolute sense to me. So we see that in many pieces of the economy that the service of a product is getting more and more value um, compared to price or other product. Absolutely see that here. If you we, if we look at the other thing that you're saying, so what is the, the role of from your perspective, the role of workflows um, in, in the other thing you touched, like servitization or product as a service. Well, it's not dissimilar to what we said about channel relationships. The role of digital workflows and servitization also comes down to delivering better, more proactive experiences that meet the expectations of today's end customer. And at the same time, being able to efficiently deliver services in a way that maximizes margin. That sounds interesting. Could you could you walk us through a specific example of that? Imagine a heavy machinery manufacturer who has launched a service line to do maintenance and support for the machine they sold. 
In the old world, this would probably require one size fits all maintenance schedules, constantly sending out texts to evaluate issues, repair them, always needing to have a considerable number of spare parts for any situation, and likely a lot of reactive communication from frustrated customers whose machines aren't working correctly. But when you combine digital workflows with all the advances in IoT, you get a completely different picture. The manufacturer can monitor their machines at all their customers using smart sensors and look for any signal that is getting out of the safe range. If something does start to look like a potential issue, digital workflows can help solve it. For instance, let's say one data point on the sensor begins to get out of range. An automated digital workflow can automatically schedule a tech to look. And because of machine learning, they're likely to have the insights they need to fix this on the very first visit. So this proactive approach combined with proactive and modern communications to the customer eases a lot of that frustration and builds trust. Thank you, Rob. That, that resonates quite quite good with me. So in, in my mind, you created a picture that digital workflows help manufacturers to fulfill the real potential of IoT. It's it's not, from, from, from my view, it's not enough to see IoT on as just getting the data and getting collecting all the data from the connected devices. But digital workflows seems for me now the way to make it possible um, to act on this data automatically, which has been the missing part of the story. And if we look at this holistically, it seems that, that there's a significant opportunity for manufacturers on the demand side both with what you discussed on the end customers and their retail partners or the, the channel, if they can fulfill it effectively. That is exactly right. You know, it's like everything. There is change, but that change also creates a lot of opportunities. So really thank you for, for painting this picture in, um, in your examples. And yeah, that actually wraps our discussion of challenges on the demand part of the value chain and our limited three episode series on the workflowing the value chain. If you haven't already, please listen to our three episodes on supply and production because the opportunity and change are, aren't just limited to just demand. And thanks for listening. And don't forget to access all of our demand content on this topic at this link. And Ralph, thank you a lot for, for, for your insights and your examples. Thank you very much and goodbye.